Hi, everybody. This is Moshe Fried, and welcome to the very 155th episode of the Class Stars podcast. Today, let's talk about if teachers were evaluated like YouTube creators. The big question is, how do teachers like us, who are being pulled in so many directions, with so many demands and so much to do, how do we make sure that we not only get through our lesson as planned, but also make sure that every child is noticed every day, and that each one gets the attention they need to succeed? That is the question, and the Class Stars podcast is here to give you the answer. Here is your host, Moshe Freed. So I came across this interesting podcast, uh, the Lex Friedman podcast, very popular, and he had Mr. Beast as a guest, who is also a, an extremely popular YouTuber. He's one of the biggest YouTube accounts in the world. Very interesting young guy, uh, super duper successful. And so whenever, you know, I'm not a big listener of the Lex Friedman podcast, but when he's, you know, he's a good interviewer, when he has some interesting guests, I like to listen. He's very good at bringing out the best in the people that he's talking to. So here he was talking with Mr. Beast, who just has this incredible empire that he's building on the platform of his YouTube channel. And they were talking about whatever it was that they were talking about. And, you know, very often when I listen to podcasts, what ends up happening is I start listening to the conversation and then my mind wanders and I start to think like, huh. How will this play out in a classroom setting? How would this play out if we're trying to help kids uh, get teachers' attention? You know, the kids who need, the, t- the kids who are at risk of being unseen. And my mind kind of wanders off into the places where it typically goes. If you're curious more about that, there are 154 other episodes of this podcast that you can listen to to learn more about that. So I'm trying to think like, here's a guy who was able to get. 40 million views on his YouTube videos, like easily, like, like that's, that's what he's averaging. I think it's incredible. It's really, really incredible. And I, and I started to think about how do we measure success on social media, on YouTube, on Twitter, on Instagram. And one of the, um, metrics that are used are actually, believe it or not, engagement, right? So there's how many views you're, your video or your post gets, how many times it's shown. And then the next metric is what kind of engagement, how many accounts engaged with your content. And I was thinking, look at that. They're monetizing these platforms, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, are monetizing based on engagement. Posts that get more engagement will give the platform and the creator more money. And how does this work? Obviously because they're selling advertising. Well, I don't know if it's obvious, but they're selling advertising, right? They're selling advertising space. If I'm compelled to watch your video that you post and the platform recognizes that, they can put advertisements from people who are willing to pay in uh, in front of or during my post. Right. So it keeps people engaged in the platform. People that com- contribute to posts that engage people on the platform are worth more. And the more they get of that, they can share the money with these creators 
with these uh, influencers or whatever it might be. And, and that's how the platform runs. So I don't know if this is getting a little bit too technical for the average teacher who's not even interested in this kind of stuff. But the idea that I was thinking is that there is a huge gap between engagement and actual profit, right? Not every engagement is going to lead to a sale or some kind of advertising. There's this huge, huge gap. But nevertheless, these platforms have figured out that a certain level of engagement will equal to a certain profit. And that's their business model. That is how they figure out how much to pay their creators. So you have someone like Mr. Beast, who's getting millions and millions of views. He's not getting a dollar for every view. He's maybe getting, you know, I, I don't know what he's getting, whatever it is. But the point is that they figured out that there's some connection, even though it might be very, very far apart, between the amount of engagement that his posts are, are generating and the amount of money that they're going to make, allowing them to give him a portion of that, and they can both do very, very well. So here, I'm thinking like, okay, so how do we relate this to teachers that are struggling to engage kids in their classroom? And we know, and Class Stars is built on this, step one is you've got to engage the kids, okay? Now, sometimes teachers will tell me, I can't engage every kid. I need to teach right? But that's like having views with no engagement. Yeah, you're teaching. And, and and even saying that it's like having views is kind of generous because are you really having views? I mean, are the kids really paying attention? Are they really watching you? Are they really listening to you? You know, they should be. That's definitely, you know, they definitely should be listening to you. That's what they're there for. That's what you're there for. But but we've been in meetings and, and lectures and, and even remember back as when we were kids in school where we weren't paying attention. You know, we don't always pay attention. But when a speaker is engaging, when a teacher is engaging, it's hard not to pay attention. And so if we can shift our focus from lecturing, from just speaking to an audience, to engaging them, and that can you know be in different ways. We can engage them with our content, as Mr. Beast does. He's not giving his users positive feedback, right? That's not happening on a social media post, but in a classroom, we definitely have that opportunity to engage them directly and reach out to them and say, Hey, what's going on with you? How's it going? You know, if we can do that, then we can up everything else and the profits will come. Okay. The increased learning will come and the research shows this. Okay. The happiness, the contentment, the relationships, the confidence, all those other skills and soft, you know, soft skills that we're trying to develop here, that's all going to come if we focus on engagement. And so I had this idea, which obviously will never happen, but just the idea of imagine if teachers were evaluated based on engagement. So a good teacher is a teacher who is engaging their students a lot. A teacher who's not as good is not engaging their, their students as much. And if we would evaluate teachers based on rather than test scores, which, you know, we've, we've, we've spent a fair share of time on that, how much, how much sense that makes to evaluate teachers based on student test scores when students have all different kinds of reasons to do better or worse, having nothing to do with the teacher. So that doesn't really sound like a reasonable way to evaluate a teacher based on a student's test score. But if we evaluate teachers based on something that actually is in control of the teacher, you know, something that the teacher can 
can do and make sure that they're engaging every student every day personally, making eye contact, calling them by their first name, telling them something that's meaningful to them that makes them feel like the teacher cares. And, the, and then subsequently, they'll listen more intently to what the teacher has to say about the lesson because they feel this personal connection with this teacher. Then we can really identify those superstar teachers that are engaging the kids, maybe pay them a little extra to show the appreciation that we have for them. And again, uh, this is totally theoretically speaking. I can't imagine this ever happening in real life. But would that make a classroom look different? Would that change the way you interact with your students? Would you actually interact with them differently if you were getting paid based on the way you were engaging them? And if you're using class stars, you know, based on the upswipes, the positive engagements that you're having with each child. And if you had a good ratio, right, a good, you know, equality, a good equity quotient, like we discussed a couple of episodes back, you know, making sure that every student is seen and making sure that the students that are being seen for negative are getting that offset by positive engagement, by a fair amount of positive engagement. Would that change the way you interact with your students? So that's just something that I thought about. I don't know. Feel free to let me know. Send me an email. Let me know what you think. And um, pay attention to that. Maybe just thinking about this will make a difference. See you next week. Thank you so much for tuning into the Class Stars podcast. To learn more about our vision for education, subscribe to us, visit our website, take our free training, sign up for the newsletter, and follow us on social media. Join the revolution in education and become a Class Stars today, empowering educators one episode at a time.